Good morning, friends. How is everything with you this morning? And the lockdown in your part of the world? Be encouraged, brothers and sisters. God will give us global victory in Jesus' name. That is why there is need for us to come together every morning to strengthen and also encourage ourselves in the Lord. And I pray that it will give us victory, global victory, very, very soon. In Jesus' name, amen. Today we continue our topic on forgiveness. Yesterday, uh, we studied together the story of Joseph from the book of Genesis. Today we'll be looking at another story, not the story of Joseph, and not a Bible story either, but a true life story on forgiveness. Forgiveness. Friends, I know that there are questions to your hurt, your pain, your abuse, your frustrations, your suffering caused by others towards you that will not be answered in this life. But when you decide to trust that God is using the evil in your life, the evil you have experienced or you are experiencing right now for good, even if you don't understand it, you will not grow bitter towards God and man. Turn with me before we go into our story to the book of Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. Let's read verse 31 and 32. Ephesians 4. I'll start from verse 31 and the last verse, 32. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Amen. Like I told you, my friends, I'm telling you a story this morning. And it is not a fiction at all. It is a true life story. Let me tell you a story about the Staines, Mr. and Mrs. Staines. Or maybe you have heard about them before. But the touching story of Mrs. Gladys Staines is still worth listening to when we talk about forgiveness. Mr. and Mrs. Graham and Gladys Staines were Australian missionary in a small village in India with their three children. But in January of 1999, Mr. Graham Staines and his two sons fell asleep in their jeep in this village. During the night, an anti-Christian mob attacked the, the vehicle with clubs and sticks. 
they stuffed straw into the broken windows and underneath the vehicle and set it on fire. Ignoring the screams of Graham and his two sons, they refused to let them out of the burning jeep by staying there to watch the victims die. Very sad, isn't it? That is not all. The wife of Graham Staines and the mother of six and ten-year-old sons, Mrs. Gladys Staines, still grieves over the loss of her husband and two sons, but she has chosen to forgive the man who destroyed three of her family members. In fact, Mrs. Staines settled again into the village where they operated a facility to take care of the people with leprosy to carry on her husband's work. So far, how do you see this story? But that's not all either. She continued to tell people the good news that the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, can cleanse the world of sin. Mrs. Staines believed that God is fair and just and that divine purposes exist in all that goes on, even if those purposes are at times beyond our ability to understand. In 2004, Mrs. Gladys Staines moved back to Australia to help her only daughter left behind, who was now married by then. Let me read her statement of recent years to you, friends. It goes, Even today, Indians I meet in Australia greet me and offer condolences. Hi, old, no bitterness. What a story, friends. What a story. She holds no bitterness. This is the year 2020. And it's just 21 years after the death of a loving husband and two sons. My friends, just before we go this morning, turn with me into the book of 1 John. Chapter 1, 1 John, chapter 1, let me read what it says to you in verse 7. It says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses from all sin. The blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses from all sin. Amen. If you indeed have received the light of Christ, my friends, in you, and his blood has cleansed you of your sins, don't you think you should consider forgiving your offender? Don't you think so? I know you may still be hurting. Like I told you from the very beginning of our topic on forgiveness. Maybe I do not understand 
your level of pain, your level of frustrations, your level of suffering, hurt. Maybe you have been abused. I pray for you this morning that God will speak his peace to every wounded heart, to your heart. And I pray that God Almighty will heal every fresh wound and rotting wounds in the name of Jesus. You can play it again. You can review what we have studied from the book of Ephesians chapter 4. You can also go back to review 1 John chapter 1 verse 7 and listen again and again to the story of Mr. and Mrs. Staines. You can also listen again to the story of Joseph that we studied together yesterday. By the way, I hope you went back to study the book of Genesis about Joseph's story. Open your heart and your mind to God, my friends. Let God heal you. He is able. He is more than able. He is abundantly, exceedingly able to heal your wounded heart. And I pray that God will do just that for you. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll see you again tomorrow, my friends, very bright and early. But until then, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now and forever. Amen, amen, and amen in Jesus' name. God bless you. If I told you my story, you would hear hope, they wouldn't let go. And if I told you my story, you would hear love, that never gave up. If I told you my story, you would hear life, but it wasn't mine. If I should speak, then let it be of the grace that is greater than all my sin. Of
This is my song, praising my Savior all the day 